What's up, everybody? Hope you're all chilling. I had an epic day today. Um, had it involved some skateboarding, some hanging out with Lady Dash, some Elwood and Amber. The weather was beautiful. It's uh, almost March on the East Coast, and I literally could have been outside in a t-shirt. So I'm not mad at any of that. Quick update with all I need. Our Spring 2016 apparel collection is online. If you want to check it out, you can go to allineedskate.com. Click on the store link at the top of the page. It'll take you there. We have new decks dropping April 5th. We have a new series, the Wartime series. I'm excited to share it with you guys. So that'll be available April 5th. If any of you work at a skate shop and you're interested in carrying the All I Need brand and you're not sure who to contact, you can go to allineedskate.com. Click on contact at the top of the page, and you can send an email from there. Uh, today's guest is Manny Santiago. He's the man. He's from my area. It was cool. It's his second time on the show. But this time we tried out Facebook Live. It was really cool. I'm thinking about doing a lot more of these on Facebook as well. So thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the show. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know? The other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah that admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments to my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. So I hang on, people. We're trying to figure it out. This is all new to us. <laughs> this is dope, though. Ah, uh, there you go. I made you nice Hey, Pat! Pat! Handle that shit, Pat. We got, hey, the, we already got viewers. You guys can ask questions, too. Um, Leave a comment so I can... Yeah, Kevin DeMello. It's Midge. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me uh, check on Facebook real quick. See if that shows up. We got Manny on the line already, dude. We out here. This is good timing. I know you were out. Yeah, I just what I just um. Can you share it on Facebook? What? Uh, the post I did. The one that the live one. No, it's I just. Right oh now. yeah, yeah, I can right now. Pat, I tagged him in it, so it's up right now, and we already got people commenting. Okay, let's do this. All right, so I'll go back and forth between the comments like later on. Right now, they just gotta watch. So. <laughs> you got them held hostage. Yeah, yeah. All right, so I hope you guys can see this all good. I can see Manny, Jordan's on, Greg Smith, Kevin Demello. What up, homies? <clears throat> Get this light going. Cracking. All right, let the light make sure it's all good. Yeah, can you? Someone on Facebook, let me know. Can you see us both? Maybe, maybe Pat can pull it up on your end, Manny, and and let me know if he can see us in the video. Hey, can you see us both on the video? I can. 
It's fucked up. I'm watching me right now. That's so weird. All right, I'm going to minimize that shit. We're going to get it going. I'm watching both of us. We trying. Was he able to share it, Manny? Yeah, he said he shared it. He shared it. All right, we're, so we're live on your Facebook and mine. That's awesome. All right, let me get yeah. headphones. Yeah, Manny, how's it going, brother? I'm good. I'm good. Oh, yeah, that's tight. <laughs> Look. Yeah, yeah sick. What's up, everybody out there? Thank you for tuning in, man. This is the first live podcast. We're making history with Manny Santiago. <laughs> <laughs> He's away, little Pat. Pat. Pat, what up, homie? Did it happen? <laughs> <laughs> Technology, it's 2016. Shit's getting weird out here. Hopefully yeah. everybody can hear us good. Um, if you're on Facebook and you're watching, let us know. Leave a comment. Let me know if you can hear us good. And Subu wants a shout out. So what up, Subu? <laughs> Subu, what's yeah. goody? All right, cool. All right, Manny, I want to start this off with like, how was your day? What, what, what were you up to today? I know you went out and strolling around, man. Well, today, uh, I mean, it's been hard for me the last couple of days because I'm in a wheelchair. Um, you know, I got I got surgery on both my ankles, so I, I yeah, not I can't do much. So my girlfriend came to visit me, so she uh she took me out to Venice Beach so we can stroll around and get out of the house. Yeah. So besides dragging my body around the house on a cruiser board <laughs> to get to the bathroom or the kitchen. Uh, we just went to Venice and had a good time. Oh, that's rad. That's rad. Did you go down by the water and just walk around or roll around? Well, we, we, she's like, I want to go to Venice. And I was like, oh, Venice. And I just thought of the skate park. So I was like, yeah, let's just go this way. And then finally we got to the park and I got to see some people skate. It was pretty sick. <laughs> Anthony Mosey was there skating. What? That dude's so good, man. Yeah, he's gnarly. He's still at it. That's rad. He, he's, he was shredding today or what? Yeah. I, mean, I didn't get to see him skate, but I knew he was skating. That's dope. Well, I guess we can't really gloss over it, man. What's up with the ankles? Did you? Is it just time to get them cleaned out or something? Yeah, it's just about that time, man. I mean, you know, you know how it is. Me and you both been skating for so long, and from jumping downstairs for so long, you just take a beating and calcium buildup and bone spurs, and it got to the point where I was. I mean, I've been skating in pain for like ten years, but the last last year and a half, I've been in a lot of crucial pain where. I'm coming home and icing every day. I don't know if you guys see me on Snapchat icing and stuff. It's just, it got to the point where I, can't, I couldn't deal with it no more. And I'm trying to keep, you know, this level of skating and higher for the next 10 years. And if I want to do that, I got to take care of my body. So first things first, I got an x-ray and realized that this, the problem I thought I had, I've been, I actually had it and I've had it for a while. So so you did, you decided to do the surgery though. It wasn't mandatory. Yeah. One, one second. Let me no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want to make sure that people on Facebook can hear us good. Yeah, there we go. All right. Well, yeah, I ended up, um, I actually ended up hurting my ankle in Puerto Rico in uh, late October. And that, that was my right foot, which is my worst foot. And I didn't even roll it. I just stepped off my board weird. Yeah. And uh, my foot just started acting crazy. So when I got back, I was in a lot of pain. So I went and got an MRI, and uh, it showed a lot of crazy stuff in my foot to begin with. So then I kind of was like, I got to finish this rematch part for Echo that's dropping in the next couple weeks. And I just shrugged my shoulders and said, no, nah, I got to finish this part. So the last end of the part, I've just been skating in pain till finally I flew back to Puerto Rico for the Prince of Puerto Rico. And uh, after the contest and all that trip was over, I 
was trying to get my last couple tricks and there was this one trick that I battled like I went to the spot four different times the whole time I was there and finally the last day I was there I actually ended up hurting my left foot trying it and luckily I landed it but when I landed it I like destroyed my foot as I landed like my whole foot popped I rode away it was it it, it couldn't the pain couldn't have been in it couldn't have felt any better but it actually set me back because then when I got back I was like now both my feet are messed up and then I ended up was I had to do it I'm like I gotta get this surgery so yeah man now I'm like this let's see it double fucking feet up right there yeah damn that's AB what's the what's the what's the doctor saying for recovery time um the doctor uh uh he said something like two to three months which puts me on an exact good time for street league you know so it's like i gotta i'm building a skate park in my backyard so i can like skate you know a little bit more privately and practice tricks and stuff like that so I'll be able to recover in privacy, which isn't bad. Because, you know, when you're hurt, you go to a skate park. All kids do is judge you anyways. You know, and they don't try to, but it's like they see you in videos and contests. So they just think, like, you're this magic man. All of a sudden, you can't bail a trick. And they're like, oh, he actually isn't that good. So you're like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, I know that. I know that for sure. But uh, that's dope. That's dope that you're building a skate park, though. What the fuck? Yeah, I have a skate plaza. It's actually like out of cement it's gonna have a rail and a hubba so you can switch them back and forth uh got a two hips uh a frame a flat bar manual, uh, manual pad and like a diamond shaped like quarter pipe where it's like three quarter pipes like one here one here one here but they're all connected at the hip Damn. so you can like transfer one to the other you can grind in the middle come in on the other so i'm gonna have my own little msa facility <laughs> did you ever think that would happen no, man. I mean, as a kid, it's like, you know, in the East Coast, you don't aspire to be much. All you do is dream. You're like, man, like, one day I hope I could be a pro skater. And then it's like, oh, man, it'd be cool to have my own skate shop. And then, oh, man, it'd be so cool to have my own house. And, oh, man, it's so cool. It'd be rad to have my own skate park. Crazy, right? And then all of a sudden, I have a skate shop. I bought a house, and I have a skate a skate park skate shop. It's just nuts, man. That's such a that's fucking a dream though. Like when like you said, you're a little kid. You're like, imagine if you could do that. Imagine if you could have a shoe. Imagine if you could have your name on the board. The same yeah. thing. And then like, it's a dream, dude. It's a trip. Yeah. Congratulations. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Thank you. I can't wait. Oh, I wanted to I wanted to go back a little bit. So, is this the first surgery you ever had? Yeah, I've never had any type of surgery ever. Wow. Ever. So not even when I not even when I lost my tooth. So to me, this is all new. Like. Like, I showed up, and I'm, like, this happy-go-lucky guy at the surgery place, and they're looking at me like I'm a psycho because I'm, like, so happy I'm about to get surgery, right? But they don't understand <laughs> the bigger picture is I'm going to feel better. Yeah. <laughs> so I get out of surgery, and A, I'm not in pain. B, I didn't have any, like, bad reactions to, like, them putting me to sleep. So I left there just as happy as I was going in. Yeah. So then I'm at home, too, and I'm, like, why am I in pain? Why, like, what? It, I almost think, like, they put me to sleep and just woke me back up and they didn't do anything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. gave me all these medications, these drugs, you know, for pain medication. I, I don't, I, I took maybe one small, small pill this whole time. I don't, I'm not in pain. I'm, I feel like I'm going to recover super fast. My girlfriend's got me on a super, like, like um, anti-inflammatory diet. Like, it's nuts. 
Yeah, and that's dope. That's good that your girl's on top of that. My girl's kind of, she's got her diet thing going too. She did a fitness competition and she pole dances and she's got her diet all figured out. So I kind of benefit from her knowledge and her, her, her pursuit of yeah. knowledge in that area. It's awesome. Yeah. Because when she, she cooks, you eat, so she cooks something good, you eat yeah. it good. <laughs> that's so dope. <laughs> Dude, you're piggybacking off of her. Tell her to keep killing it. Yeah. Hey, I wrote down a bunch yeah. of things today, man. I was like, I don't want to forget nothing. These are my show notes. I'll All right. To, I'll have to post these on uh, Facebook and Instagram later so you yes. can see them. But um, we covered the first thing. Dude. We covered the surgery. Well, I'm glad that you're getting it done because a lot of times people are afraid to go get that surgery, you know, because they're like, oh, I'm going to be out for so long and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like you never know, you know. But I think a lot of the times what happens is you get that surgery and then you feel ten times better and you're like, why didn't I do it earlier? <laughs> yeah, it's like to me it's like I for some reason – because of, like, if you look back earlier in my skate career, like, you know, I do have a somewhat of a stiff style, and I don't really, like, absorb impact, and, and, and I skate like a pile, like, I lay like a pile of rocks, <laughs> but that all, that, that all comes down to not having mobility in my ankles, because I've had this problem for so long, Yeah. and I knew eventually I was going to have to meet this, this day was going to come, I was going to meet the monster, we were going to fight, and I was going to win, and I had to choose the right time, and um realizing how bad i did so I, how bad i did in street league last year because my ankles were so bad i i wasn't going to allow myself to to let these kids down and have them bummed out because i'm not doing good i want to i want i skate for them because when they see me skate i want them to aspire to be like me in a sense like be the dreamer believe in yourself go out and get it like anything's possible and if I'm not sending the message right by not skating good or not having a good time, I feel like I'm letting them down. So really, the surgery was for me and for all my fans and for everybody in skating that follows my career. All right. Well, this gets this has me at two crossroads. I'll go down one and then we'll go down the next. I totally agree with what you said. That's so rad. I think we need more leaders. Like even if you just think you're a leader and you or you aspire to be a leader, like I think we need more people doing that. Like in a leader in sense. And the fact that you lead the way as far as you blaze your own trail and you lead the way as an example of someone that can mature and grow and get better, you know, like that's what I think a leader is. And, and it's rad that you aspire to be that because I don't know that many people that take on responsibility like that and hold themselves to the fire. And I applaud you. Tip of the Thank you. I appreciate that. Second, no. uh, second thing was you said about the style and the stiffness. Have you have you occurred like people talking shit about your style? Have you had what they call haters on social media or everywhere growing up? I mean, my whole life. I mean, I kind of knew it in a sense, you know, watching the escape videos and the footage that um, it, I, it, I, I wasn't like the best looking skater out there in a the sense of style, but I always knew that I was going to bring something different to the table with what I had. I, ha I was going to use the tools I had to show skateboarding what I had. Yeah. So... With that being said, you know, that's why I skate the way I skate. I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking inside the box, outside the box. Like, okay, I can skate rails. I'm going to try to do these crazy flip tricks into them and see what happens. Instead of, like, I'm definitely not going to go try to frontside flip a 15 instead because I know that's going to hurt my feet. Yeah. You know, so I had to choose that route. And I feel like it was destiny because that's what helped make made my career was the fact that I was able to, you know, I wasn't the Dave that could jump down everything and, that was pretty cool because he was like his style and I was my style. So 
Um, but yes, I did have, you know, back to your question, I did have a lot of haters and a lot of people talk shit. And even till this day, like people talk shit. And even I've had even people that run companies, like, you know, say little comments under their breath that I hear, like, and it's, like it just makes me laugh because they not even if they did skate they were never doing what I was doing and they're never gonna do what I'm doing so it's funny that they're quick to judge on something that they can't even do themselves you know yeah 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 absolutely dude how do you how do you deal with it like what's your coping mechanism to because that shit can fuck you up especially if you're having a bad day like you ever have one of those days where you you walk outside and you fucking your foot goes in a puddle and then you fucking forgot your wallet like on one of those days <laughs> yeah <laughs> how do you go uh, yeah. <laughs> Everything, yeah, I feel like anyway, it's like when something bad, some bad does happen, it's like all in once, right? They say like, what I, well, I don't know what the saying is, but they say when it rains, it pours, right? When it rains, it pours. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah that does happen. And the way I cope with it is with my success. So I prove them wrong by continuing to succeed. Yeah. Because I'm not going to put a limitation to my life because they chose to put a limitation to theirs. Yeah. So them seeing me shine is almost like every time I smile and I'm out there, wherever I'm at, it's like smacking them in the face every time they have to see my face. Yeah. So talk shit about me, but every time you see my face, you're going to be like, fuck, how, why is he still out there? How is he still doing it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I was counted out a long time ago. Yeah. But, but I'm in control of my own destiny. I, I choose what I want. Yeah, you're I'm not going to let somebody else dictate my, my career or my future. Yeah, and the, the only way you fail is if you decide to quit because it's all your effort that's going to get you what you deserve. So the only way to fail is if you just stop, you give up on what you want, you know what I mean? So um, I was yeah. thinking about this. I was thinking about this telling my girl the other day. I was like, yeah, there's like consumers of content and then there's content creators. And some people can do both, <laughs> like blur the lines. And some people are too heavy on one side or the other. Like, some people are just consuming shit all the time, and then they're judging it and yeah. eating it up, watching it. Voila. It could be poison. It could be something good, too, you know? And then some people create content in the blur of it all. It's, it's a strange world right now. It's 2016. I, <laughs> trips me out all the time. <laughs> all right. We're moving forward. We're moving forward. Um, but that's a valid point. That's a valid point. It's true. It's You're right. Yeah, absolutely. I just think about that all the time, and I'm like, I look at people, and I, I'm like, damn, all they do is consume shit. You can just tell when you look at them, you're like, the way they act and shit. And I'm like, I wish they would learn to create, because if they start creating and playing with whatever it is, pole dancing, skateboarding, music, fucking pursuit of knowledge, whatever the fuck it is, whatever stupid thing it could be, or silly, or as silly as a four four wheels and a piece of wood, like... Once you start to create with something, it's like you start stop judging as much because you're too busy working and creating and having fun and like pursuing something, you know. So, yeah, I've been on all sides of that fence. Like I've talked shit and I've done and I've been creating and I've consumed too much. And it's just a we gotta watch what we what we do with our time, you know. That's something I. We just can't get lost on who we are. Yeah. You know, this is another thing that you know from watching. It's like I was. Something was going on and I was watching something. And from time to time, I get little brain farts on, on like little quotes or motivational stuff. And uh, one of the ones that stuck with me that I, that I have come up with of late is like, don't, don't be a product of your environment. Be a product of your imagination. Yeah, create yourself. I like that. Yes. You know <laughs> what I mean? Don't, don't be from where you're from. Be from where you want to be. Yeah. 
transcend, grow. Because that's like, you tell yourself a narrative, you go through all this bullshit in life, and life hits you, knocks your tooth out maybe, or like a parent passes away, and you define yourself, your emotions are based off of those experiences, like, when I was young, I freaked out because bad things happened, so then my, that's, that's what became my habits and my behaviors, you know, my thought patterns. Shit happens to everybody, not just me, like, you bang your tooth out, like, people have to go through surgeries, like, People get drug addictions or fucking alcoholism, alcoholism, and like you, we define ourselves. When you're growing, when you're just like a, I look at my niece's baby, and she just just had a baby, and that baby came out, and it was instantly like taking everything in, consuming, if you will, because everything's new. So it's just like looking around and like, you know what I mean? It's, that's and then when those bad things happen, you experience they, if they experience at a young age too, that's what you take in, deforms your whole your whole thought patterns. Yep. So it's like yeah, good that yeah. you push yourself, man. I really like that you push yourself because that's how you grow. That's how you break those habits. You keep defining, you change who you are, and you don't. They yeah. say every seven years you're like a completely different person as far as yeah. like even the material you're made up of. In seven years, all your skin, all that stuff will have gone, and you'll be something new. Crazy, yeah. right? <laughs> all right, I'm, all right. The, I'm about to shed into a new layer soon. Then it's, it's about that time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Life trips me out, bro. I think about this shit all the time, and it's, like, so exciting and, and, and amazing. But, um, yeah, life right. is crazy. We're getting back to the the Manny story, because we'll get back on that subject as we go. I call it the Manny story because it is the Manny story, you know? That's how you, you perceive it, right? It's your life, so you perceive it from that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's true. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. No, not at all. <laughs> you know, it's it, when, I, when I'm in the driver's seat, it's my movie people are watching. So. Yeah. You know it's funny. I, mean? I I asked this because actually I had someone on Facebook ask want me to ask you about that. They're like he named MSA and like everything. They're like, does he think he's like cocky or something? Like, and then my first initial thought was like, no, nah, that's not Manny. But what what are your thoughts on that? Well, that that's exactly how even MSA started. Like, did you freeze? You know, at that time. And social media was nothing. You know, there was no social media. So there was blogs. Yeah. And uh, so Tony, I told Tony Vitello, like, at that time, we're away from home. So I'm like, hey, let me, get, let me take over the blog, and I'll post stuff here and there, and it'll be cool. And then he, he's like, all right, let me figure it out, and I hit you back. Two weeks later, he hits me up, like, yo, check your email. And I'm like, so I check my email, and it, says, it just says, Manny slays all. And I'm like, wait a minute. Because city, think in city where it's street corner, and the slogan for city skateboards was city slays all. And then I'm like, you can't, I, A, I ride for things, so you can't give me that, the city slogan. And B, it sounds like I'm the cockiest dude in the world. Like, what does that even mean? But when he told me, like, look, it's not even about that. It's like, it's about you as a person. Like, you skate. You film, you edit, you Photoshop, you travel the world, you do everything yourself. So in a sense, you're slaying all because it's you. And I, <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. So I ran with it. I love and it. Then, and then shortly after, Felix helped me brand it, and then he he shortened it to MSA because I was making the stickers, and they were too long. And then it's like, do I, it's like I would look at Dave's board, and he has my name on his board. So I was like, that's kind of tacky. Like, Dave's putting my name on his board. Like So I switched it to MSA. And that, but it's never not not about cocky. And another thing with with the Manny Says All thing, it's it's how how I want to show all you guys skateboarding through my eyes what I think is cool, you know what new tricks I like, you know what's what I think is going on in the world that you should see. So it has nothing, although it has my name on it, it has nothing to do with 
realistically me trying to show myself off because that's the last thing I want to do. It's yeah. Like I want to show, like in a sense, like I want to show Serge Murphy and why he's so good. And nowadays, Eric Martinick, who's staying with me, is in the other room, and I want to show about him and how good he is. Yeah, little Eric. What up? So it's like about paying it forward. You know what I mean? Not about keeping it for yourself. Yeah. So if anybody takes it that way, I, you know, I'm sorry that you see life in that way, but that's not the way I see it. So it's never about me at the end of the day. Yeah, it's awesome you have a platform that you can showcase your friends and the people you care about and the people you meet and the talented. And it's it's rad to have that. I kind of look at the podcast in that sense that I get to share epic stories from people that are battle uh, hardened, you know, like from skating and through just experimenting in life. And um, it's cool to have a platform to share. It's fucking it's really sick, actually. Um, yeah, it's dope. I wanted to say, what are some of the things on Manny Slays All? I know um, you have the five on flat. Yeah, the five on flat, which is like kind of the more successful thing we've done, which kids like post on Instagram on themselves now, which is cool because now there's, you know, you look up the hashtag five on flat and you see a million five on flat videos, which is rad. Yeah, Um We've got Slay Sundays. I've always wanted to post something, which is what Felix taught me. Like, you know, you wake up every day looking forward to something new, so... If you make segments for every day, every other day, people will always come back to watch. Just like on, you know, on right now, I know that Friday nights and Saturday nights, there's boxing fights. So every Friday night, usually, or Saturday, I'm looking for what, what new fight is on. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to create was, you know, that and that rhyming scheme, like Slay Sunday, you know, Five on Flight. It was something that kind of like went like back, like back to back, like stuff like that. It's like I wanted to create the, these these segments that were really fast and... You didn't have to sit in and watch forever, and they were just kind of like in and out and cool, like tricks or whatever it may be. But um, we're actually working on. I just popped, I brought uh Pat Donfro in. He's probably gonna hate that I said this, but I brought him on as the production manager for MSA, and I, I want him to work closely on that, especially with the backyard about to be done, so we can have some cool videos for you guys to watch, um, and some new segments and kind of just you know spunking it up a little bit, cause. Cause I, I, I'm used to doing everything myself, but it's always good to have somebody else's input as well. Yeah, is it hard to let go of control? Because I have that problem sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not right now because they, we're just in, you know, we're just getting started together. But I'm sure at some point, me and because me and Pat, we all, we we're like we have the love hate relationship when it comes to stuff we we don't agree on. So it's like, blah, 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 but we're like so friendly. But we're like, blah, 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 and I'm like, that's not cool. And he's like, that's cool. And I'm like, that's not sick. Like. Because we also view skateboarding differently, you know, he dresses a different way than I do. He, you know, he likes different trends than I do. So it's like, he we'll probably, see. But I know it's going to be good because at, at the end of the day, he has like the best interest for what we're doing. Yeah, he. we all consume skateboarding in different ways and take it all in and internalize it, dude, for sure. Like everyone, that's what the best thing about skating is all the flavors and styles and personalities. And the thing that you could be from any walk of life and you could just get good at skateboarding because you chose to or you want it. Like. Fuck, that's cool. But it's good to have more than one perspective. So it's good to have the Manny yeah. feel and the Don Pro feel. If he's that much of a part of it, it'll have his life force in it as well. Whatever you create. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. That's so cool, man. All right, going back a little bit. Why did you want to do a blog in the first spot? Did you think that would help like, with your skating and getting um, sponsored and pursuing that? No, no. At the time, I just wanted to help think. I wanted to create content so kids can go and see what we're up to. Yeah. Because... The, before there was no 
idea of like daily updates really you know and i knew i can create that you know so to help the brand so that's where it all kind of started and then after that when it was in my own hands and it didn't have to be anything stuff it was like man i can just like post all my homies and like post like what we're doing every day initially the instagram idea but i was doing it on a blog which like at that time nobody was doing so people were like confused that i even had a website they're like why you know like most skaters had a website but they didn't up, didn't update it as much as I did. They weren't coming up with cool content. I was photoshopping all these cool logos and, you know, like making cool little segments for a photographer, like skate photographer, skate filmer, stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It was just, I guess it was just my creativity just spinning a web of like ideas. That's awesome, man. And it's funny because, like, there wasn't many, like, picture all the skaters. Let's picture all the salty skaters and they're just like fucking sitting there and they're pissed off and you come in with your awkward style and, like, you're putting your name on a website, and they're probably all like, what the fuck? This guy thinks he's special? Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, exactly. <laughs> but since, But since I never cared for what other people thought, because, A, if you don't like me, then you don't have to be a part of my life. You don't have to be my friend. You don't have to be around me. I'm cool with that. I don't need people around me that, that don't want to be around me, because I don't, I don't need, like, salty people in my life, you know? So that's, I think that bothered a lot of people, that I was always just happy. And I was happy because I was living my dream. And that bothered them because I was happy living my dream and they were salty because they didn't know how to be themselves. They were trying to be these people that look cool so that they can get farther into skating. And I didn't care. Yeah. I just wanted to skate and have fun. And, yeah. and that hurts a lot of people when they see happy people. They're salty because they, they're stuck trying to be people they're not. Yeah, you got to stop consuming and you got to start creating. Like switch the mode a little bit. You're, con- you're watching too many people if you're mad at them. If you're mad at them, you're watching them too much, man. Go away. Go do something. Yeah, you got <laughs> I agree, man. Appreciate I love it. You know, you got to, people don't know how to appreciate good people. Yeah, I, I grew, you know my story, dude. I grew up in the hood. So when you're in the hood, there's a lot of salty people because it's like kids having kids and blah, 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 you know? So when same thing, like as I started doing stuff with skateboarding, like the same thing, I was like, what the fuck, man? I thought we all like skateboarding. This is the goal. Like, <laughs> let's do more skateboarding. Let's create more skateboarding. Yeah. All right, let's let's move along. Let's move along. I covered that. That was on the list. Are you conceited, cocky? I thought oh, that, I, I wrote it down. Um, you already mentioned your shop, dude. Like, how did that come to be? Where's it at, and all that? Yeah. So you know, um, being Puerto Rican uh, that I am, as you can tell, I have a flag everywhere I go. Somewhere, so I have like three tattoos. And anyway, um, look at Pat working. Yeah, Pat. What up, man? Hey, Pat, this is so cool you're doing this, man. For the Snapchat. Yeah, hook it up. Make it look good. This is sick. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Hell yeah, Pat. So, yeah, I I mean, I ended up going, you know, I go to Puerto Rico a lot. And uh, I ended up going in like around 2000 and I think it was like 11 or so. And, then, and I ended up going down there and... I got like pretty much, I didn't get kidnapped, but I got kidnapped, but in a good way to go, usually I stay on the east side of Puerto Rico. So then when they brought me to the west side, they wanted to show me like, like kind of like the real side of the island, like the good vibes, the like dope skate scene and stuff like that. So long story short, I ended up meeting this guy, um, Fico, who's my business partner. And, uh, we just like instantly clicked, you know, like I legitly went to a skate park because it was raining and he showed up and did like 
seven insane tricks. Like, showed up and was just barely warmed up. Like, there's a huge pyramid, and he just, like, switch heal the pyramid. Nolly heal the pyramid. Switch heal the, switch front side flip the pyramid. Switch flip nose the ledge. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, he's mm. insane. And then he just dipped. Like, he just straight up shook my hand, said, what's up? Killed the park, and I'm just, like, dumbfounded. Like, where did this guy come from? So, you know, we ended up hanging out again, and I ended up hearing about, uh, like, his mentor, big brother, uh, used to skate for action back in the day. So, at that time, I skated for action. I asked him, like, hey, would you want to be the action rep? Not knowing if he knew any business or anything. I'm like, hey, would you want to be the action rep? And he was like, yeah, that'd be sick. So, I made that all happen. And then we ended up blowing up action in Puerto Rico. It ended up being one of the biggest brands, like shoe brands that sold there in the skate shops. Sick. Um, like over everything, like vans, everything. And uh, then we, you know, we wanted to make a distribution. So we started distribution. And then we talked about a skate shop. And next thing you know it, we, you know, three years later, we started the skate shop, which is called Skate Hop or like Skate Hip Hop. And uh, we're, you know, it's in Mayagüez on the west side, uh, across the street from the skate park that follows the beach. It's beautiful. Um, and, yeah, dude, we've uh, been going for a year and some change and helping the skate scene. The goal is to pretty much help bring in the skate brands and help the skate scene grow respectfully. Like, not bring in crazy brands and stuff, just skate core brands. And if there's a crazy brand that, that's not core that wants to help, as long as they help the right way, we're willing to work with them so that they grow there too. So the goal is just to help the skate scene at the end of the day. You know? Yeah, that's awesome, man. I like that you saw him shredding and you're like, you want to rep it? You want to rep for the shoes? And it worked out. That's awesome. Was his nolly heels that nice? Dude, he, he switched front side with the pyramid first try, man. <laughs> Not even like a switch ollie, a switch 180, like just straight switch frontside flip. And you're, I was just like, dude, come on, let's be real. <laughs> no one just shows up and switch frontside flips the pyramid and isn't good. Like, take some skills. It takes some life skills, some focus, yeah, some dedication, some crazy. hard work. <laughs> yeah. Even till this day, like, cause we, I mean, we skate a bunch. Um, I go there for like two months, and dude, he's he just gets better. Like yeah. crook nolly word heel, crook nolly 180 heel on the flat bars. Like, it's like insane. Like, where I'm like, stop already. You you, you run a skate shop. You're making all these, like, you're supposed, like, these kids are supposed to be better than you, and you're, like, blowing them out the water. It makes no sense. <laughs> all right, one second, Manny, all right? Yeah. I'm going to go to the live stream real quick, and I'm going to see, I'm going to go to some questions. We'll take an intermission. And then we're going to come right back to, the Puerto Rico and skateboarding, because that's really cool. All right, let's do it. All right, let me scroll down a little bit. This is new to me, so bear with us, people. Bear with us. Bear witness as I exercise the exorcism, the evil that lurks within the sin, the terrorism. What's that from? Trivia. What's that from? I don't know, dude. Nail it. I'm too high right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's from uh, um, Fulfill the Dream. Oh, um, Steve Olsen's part, the intro. Damn, Steve Olsen was so good. He did, like, kickflip front boards, kickflip back lips, and he Switch was, like... flip boards, everything. Yo, and he was, like, had that crazy hair and glasses, and he didn't just care. Was <laughs> he didn't care. He just skated. That was the raddest part about him. Yeah, for sure. Someone wrote, eating McDonald's, want a bite. People are talking. I don't even know what they're saying. <laughs> they, someone they saying? said, come back to Lowell, Manny. They miss you, man. I know. I feel bad, you know, because I grew up there, and... 
you know, I grew up skating Hadley and Bartlett and Whipple and Clemente. And it's like, as much as I want to go there and skate and like, it's just like, it's so hard for me because I'm so busy with, you know, I got so much going on. People don't realize how much we have going on as skaters. Like, like I'm filming all the time. I'm trying to get ready for these contests. Um, my son lives in Oregon. Like, you know what I'm saying? My girlfriend lives in New York. Like I have to be filming. So it's like, um, it's my business is in Puerto Rico. Like no one understands how much I actually have going on. It's insane. So, you know, I do have to visit my mom. So I'll probably uh, head to Lowell at some time this year. So if you guys see me in the mean streets of Lowell Mill City, you'll see me. If you don't, no, I'm saying. <laughs> I've been telling you. I've been telling dudes. I'm like, look, man. Like nowadays, you gotta do it all. Like if you want to be involved in skating, you gotta be. You gotta do it. You gotta create it. You gotta make it happen. You gotta find a fucking way. Cause you gotta stand out. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't like someone's gonna come and be like, here, here it is. You gotta. You gotta get it. You gotta build it and create it and go after it. Like. It's, if you want to be a pro skateboarder today, you got to be a, like a lot of things. You got to be an athlete. You got to be an entrepreneur. You got to be like everything, an artist. You got to like, <laughs> you got to be changing. <laughs> you got to be changing like constantly. It's amazing though. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. We're going to, we're going to get back to the contest. I, I couldn't quite figure out the Facebook questions, but we'll go back to them later. <laughs> and, uh, oh, going back. I said I, I was high. I have my can of med. I like to point out I have a certificate. It's medicinal. I'm in the clear. I'll even show you fools, right? Here. Oh, shit. Sorry. You see this, Manny? What? Massachusetts. That's good. Right? You know, because growing up, like, in Massachusetts, you couldn't get this. Like, I know in Cali, you guys out in Cali could get that. I couldn't. You couldn't get that here until recent. I, I paid 200 bucks or something for that. <laughs> gotta frame that and put it in the background. I know it's it's on my desk. I hung it up right next to my my all I need stuff and all types of shit I got up here. I'm pretty hyped in my office. All right, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go back to my list because I have more stuff we gotta cover. Oh, we covered the surgery, covered the shop, skate hop. Why skate and hip hop? Is it just the feel, or is, are people in the music there too? Because I mean, just in skating in general, like hip hop has a lot to do with. It's a big genre. Of a lot of the skaters, even like a lot of the head skaters, they listen to Biggie. Yeah, they listen to you know what I'm saying. They even listen to Motown. They listen to Michael Jackson. They listen to just they don't listen to just heavy metal music. It's you know people try to stereotype it and it's not that. But what it is is uh, my business my business partner. He's he's a MC as well, so he does hip hop and he skates. So we decided to merge the two to make it just like that feel like skate hop and not just like a skate shop. Yeah, that's so dope, dude. I, I love hip-hop. I grew up, that was like one of my first loves. Even before skateboarding, I heard hip-hop, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I like hung on to it for so long, and I still listen to hip-hop now. I listen to other shit now, but when I was younger, it was only hip-hop. The first, yeah, album, first album I ever got was uh, 36 Chambers, the first one I ever bought, Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. It was nothing yeah. to fuck with, let me say that. It was nothing to fuck yeah. with. Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Wu-Tang playing ain't nothing but... Yeah, Did they ever have battles at the shop? No, we do shows. Oh, we sick. do shows. That's even yeah, cooler. Yeah, we do shows where people come and rap, and we have, like, we have barbecue. We always try to do, like, a monthly event at the shop to bring the skaters together. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every time I'm there, too, I'm, you know me, so I'm, like, trying to get everybody gathered, so I'm trying to figure out any little excuse to do something at the skate shop. Like, yeah. and we don't charge people anything. Even for when we do the, the, the Prince of Puerto Rico contest, we don't charge an entry fee, and we actually give them product. For every kid that shows up, we give them, like, a shirt or a bracelet or whatever it may be. So I never, I, I, in any of my contests, I never 
charge uh, a cover charge or anything. Yeah. Even if we have a barbecue, uh, I don't charge for like burgers. I don't charge for anything because I just want to give back. That's dope, dude. That's fucking sick. Those kids and everyone out there must be stoked to have like a skateboard scene. It seems like I don't know. It's sick. It's rad when that forms. You know, it's cool to have yeah. the contest. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry. Hold on, real quick. Who that? Who that? Who that? Oh, it said the live feed. My homie texted me and said the live feed paused, so we're gonna figure that one out. Hold on, we're gonna resume it. Okay, we're back. <laughs> Technical oh, difficulties, yeah. Manny, but we're figuring them out right now. I got them going. Um, yo, yo. So how how did the contest come to be? That's what I wanted to know. Well, that let me get a little. Let me write to these people. Close right. and watch live. Um, that was, uh, so around that same time, 2010 or whatever, 2011, I skated Dew Tour for my first time, and, um, I ended up winning the, the Rookie of the Year Award, wow. which entitled me to five grand, yeah. and with that five grand, I told Felix, I'm like, yo, I want to take the ammo team on vacation to PR, and then he agreed to it, I told him I'd pay for it with the five grand, and I was like, you know what, I want to do a contest. I want to do like a tour. And he was like, Felix was like, yeah, let's do it. And then Felix helped me with the name Prince of Puerto Rico. And then, uh, so pretty much it just started as an ammo trip to PR with a couple demos and a contest. And then little by little, it just became the biggest contest in Puerto Rico. You know, we do it every year. We just did the fifth annual. Uh, last year, someone won two grand. This year, they won a thousand. Like, it's always the money changes. It's always a lot of product. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, Echo uh, made custom t-shirts for everybody. Um, Rastaclaw gave out a bunch of bracelets. So it's just a blessing. My goal is, my goal's always been to, to, to help out as much as I can, especially in Puerto Rico, because they don't, I feel like they, they don't, they didn't have, for a long time, they didn't have someone to look up to in the skate world. Yeah. You know, there was that, that was that missing slot. And since, you know, it's hard, it, it was hard for them because, Although I was born in Puerto Rico and, you know, I left at an early age, they didn't see me as like a, which is a kind of like a, a to, like a topic that kind of gets me upset. They didn't see me as like a Puerto Rican skater, right? Like because I was raised in mass, you know, it was kind of like an issue, right? So they saw, you know, they saw like Robert Mount Lopez and people like that. Um, so I, instead of like letting that, like the people that put me down in Puerto Rico, get to me i just wanted to help i didn't care what they said i didn't care what they were talking about i just didn't care because at the end of the day you know um it don't matter if you were born in africa and you were you know you have and your both your parents are puerto rican like you're puerto rican you know you're if you're raised in a household that's full of puerto rico memorabilia and you you know you do it's like it doesn't mean that you're not so i just never paid attention to that and when i went back I just was, I wanted to help. And that's kind of where it all started. I just wanted to do as much as I can for my people and show them that you can get out of here, that you can be something. And instead of like, you know, giving them a bad role model to look up to, I want to be a good role model for the kids there and show them like, look, there is a way out. You just got to work really hard. Yeah, that's dope. Um, pride's a motherfucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think I like the idea of people helping out no matter where, you know. If someone's helping out, fuck it. As long as it's for the collective and everyone's doing good shit, that's awesome. I love that. The that's more all that matters. Teamwork makes the dream work, though. Yes, sir. 
DreamWorks does make the week. It's cool, too, because they don't even really have to get out, though. If there's a nice contest there, they can go back and forth. Yeah, they're winning, they're winning, they're winning more money in a contest that I'm putting together than they would in any other contest there. Yeah. Never mind, like, the memories, the good times, like... Like, what, what me and Fico have done in Puerto Rico, and, like, the skate hop crew, like, like, it's insane. Like, people should be so happy. I mean, and a lot of people are happy, but, like, no one's done that, what we've done there. And all we've, all we've ever done is help. We've never, like, maliciously have taken anything from anyone. You know, we just, we just, we just want to help. Yeah, so you always need, you always need the hype, man. You need a whole community, but you need people that want to do stuff. Doing stuff's awesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I got more. I want to talk. I want to talk about. Um, first, I want to say it's sick that you've been on twice now. It's fucking. You're reoccurring, Manny. Deuces, baby. <laughs> it is better not be my last time. No. We want to live. We want to do a live show in the backyard with skating going on while we do inner. Yes, dude. You got an open invitation, Manny. You're from Lowell. You're from Massachusetts, kid. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm a asshole, baby. Uh, you might be uh, you might be a Puerto Rican at mass hole though. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, we're moving along, dude. How do you get like? I grew up. My father, when I was oh man, how old was I? I was like young, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I don't know. He got me into boxing, and I actually have a trophy. I was in a match and everything. I fought this kid Adam. He was way bigger than me, but uh. I used to fight my sister. We'd go to the gym and we'd put on gloves and my sister would whoop me because she was brutal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I would never hit her really hard. One time I hit her really yeah. hard and that cleared the line. She was like, oh shit, he can hit hard. Yeah, I gotta fall back. Fall back. <laughs> but she would beat the shit out of me. <laughs> How'd you get into boxing, dude? It's so cool. Well, you know, it, boxing is, you know, big just in general for like any Latin race. Especially Puerto Rican, I feel like it's in your blood because it's since it's one of the sports that is idolized in our you know in our, on our island. Yeah. So yeah. it was always in the household, and like my parents would watch it and stuff. But it never, you know, I was never really a violent kid, so it never really clicked. Like I never really understood it really until like when I was like up up until like I was you know like four years now that I've been obsessed with boxing. Yeah. Um, I just feel like boxing to me when I watch it, it's like skating. Yeah, like to me, yeah, because it's like whatever it, what whatever work you put in is the outcome that you get. So same thing with boxing. Whatever work you put in the gym is the outcome you get in your match. Like it's you by it's you against the world. A trainer can train you all he wants, but at the end of the day, you're the one throwing the punch. So I just see it like when I watch it, it's like I'm watching like a skater like fight the world, like yeah. take it on, like head on. So I just appreciate like what they do like how far they push themselves mentally physically spiritually to obtain a goal that they want you know and it's become great so i think it's also like i i identify with like the struggle to get where you need to be to be a champion like to drag your feet through mud to run in the rain to like you know what i'm saying give when you have none nothing so that that also has a lot to do with it. It's funny because, like, boxing is kind of like for a lot of the greatest boxers come from utter poverty. You know what I mean? And I think it's because it takes, like, that type of heart to be like, I'll go take hits and I'll try to get – I'll put my, my life on the line. I'll put everything into it to try to, like, progress with this thing. It's, 
it's kind of like, I don't know. There's certain things like you can't be a tennis player unless you can like uh, own a racket, live near a tennis court. You can't be a fucking, I can't even snowboard. Nothing. I love snowboard. I tried it once and it was so fun, but it was so expensive growing up. It's like, yeah, no way you're paying to watch who's it's every other day to go to it's no way hell no you used to go to the golf course and go down whatever little hill they had yeah i would like but it's great it's crazy but it's cool like skating's like that too it's like all you need is flat ground and you just got to replace the shoes and the board when it's time you know and it's like you can hustle to get it you know but like certain things like another sport and like sports and too you got to be good at school and like to make it yeah. on the teams and shit you like that. Have, you, have to, you also have to be, like, really athletic in sports. In skating, like, how many people have, like, that weird, like, style that they look like they don't know what they're doing and they end up doing some dope-ass trick and you're like, how did he do that? He doesn't even look fit to do that. Yeah, yeah. And it's because in skating, you can express yourself how you want. You don't have to fit a certain mold. Or, like, yeah. in sports, you have to be this chiseled-ass Spartan. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to be like, like... This is Sparta! Yeah, like, Sparta will not fall and just kick the friggin' world, you know what I'm saying? Like, in yeah. skating, just, you know? Look at PJ, for instance. Like, he was, like, seemed like this weak, like, he's just really quiet, kept to himself, and, you know, just skated. Yeah. And he's, you know, hands down one of the best skateboarders in the world, and he doesn't look like this 6'2", super chiseled, friggin' Westbrook-looking-ass basketball player. He's just... PJ. Yeah, it's rad. Skating, skating's so rad because the rad thing about it is that it's not just a sport. It's like, um, it's an art as well. And people use that medium and that art to express themselves. So it's like, when you, when we allow it to be an art and not just for points and for everything like that, then it's like, you can have more expressions and more styles and more approaches and different attitudes yes. and perspective and all that shit. And what makes just, something awesome. Yeah, and what you just said really too is a, it's a, what a lot of kids nowadays who pick up skating, you would say for the wrong reasons, is is what they're missing or the one thing that they could be so good but they don't stand out because they don't know how to draw their own painting. Yeah, it's like you're they're just tracing. They're tra- All they're doing is tracing, right? So they're tracing a drawing and coloring it in where like if you can – there's nothing wrong with being inspired – buy a painting and have that take take kind of like like there's nothing wrong with a painting inspiring you and you kind of following the same path but in your own way yeah but the minute you start tracing something is when it looks exactly the same and you just you look like every other hallmark card in freaking walgreens yeah you gotta you gotta do your own it's amazing. It's amazing to get inspired by people, but instead of trying to copy them, just just try using that inspiration and energy, and just let yourself express it however comes natural to you. That way, it's uniquely yours, and we can all be unique stories and unique styles and personalities. And so it's like I get it because I did that as a young kid, dude. When I first started skating, I was such a consumer. I was such a fan. I still am. But, like, to the point where, like, I would just watch other people, you know what I mean? I wanted to be, like, those people so bad because they were yeah. gods. They're gods, you know what I mean? Yeah. Skate fucking legends. And uh, I don't know, but at some point you got to go, okay, I got to kind of try to create something that's my own, you know? Like, you got to, like, use the energy and inspiration and try to make it your own. And that's where, yeah. style, that's where style comes from, right? You yeah, forge like, it. You forge it. <laughs> Like you get, like even you and I, we have a lot of the same similar tricks, but we do it in our way how we do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like no one ever says, "Oh, Sheller made the same tricks." 
but it's like because we've always done it the way we wanted to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we both big spin ball, we both nolly flip ball, we both nolly board, we both do a lot of the same like kind of tricks, but we just do it in our way and show it how we want to show it. Yeah. Where like a lot of kids nowadays, they want to, they want to like exactly mimic everything from like the pants to the shirt to the hat to the facial hair to the long hair to the color schemes <laughs> and you're like it's all right it. fuck it <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that, a lot of kids wonder why and it's like because they don't they haven't figured out their original they have to be original they have to do their own thing their way like you know what i'm saying like i saw like you guys doing those tricks and i want, wanted to do them so i wanted to learn them but then from there i spawned off onto my own web and doing my own tricks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of kids nowadays don't have that. Yeah, it, it, like I'm saying, man, it's cool to watch channels and consume them, but at some point you gotta, like, make your own little channel and just follow it, you know? Like, whatever it is, in any art or any discipline or any sport, it's always good to be somewhat unique and have style and personality and flavor. I, I, I've found resistance from people when I started telling my life story and stuff like that, because it's so personal and it's so, like, it's just a it's a tragedy story, you know, like the way way I pre- presented it. It's like you have people that like get pissed off when you express yourself fully, you know. I don't know, yeah. I'm never one like that. I like I like when people express themselves, even if I don't like them. Like I I don't know, it's okay that they do, you know. I might not agree. We don't have to agree on everything, but <laughs> but it's weird. It's weird when you like do that. People get crazy. Yeah. But there's much more people that appreciate shit, which is rad, than any than any of the people that don't appreciate. Like, there's way more people that are stoked on shit. Like, not all the comments on social media and feedback and stuff. Like, the majority are overwhelmingly like just stoked on life and skateboarding, and they they like mm-hmm. liking stories, yeah. and follow stories, and they create stories themselves. And they're like, it's so cool. It's you can't tell you how many people I meet that are like chefs and skate that are skateboarders that skate that are shop owners that are like working at banks and like from all walks of life dude it's crazy like any profession there's a skateboarder in there somewhere crushing it <laughs> yeah dude when i went i was at the e when i was at the hospital to get my surgery before i went in this guy came over and he's like we're making jokes you know and the one dude came over he's like hey man it's like it's like a pleasure to meet you like i you know i'm a fan you know i like what you if you do keep it up, I hope your surgery goes good. And it was one of the the nurses that was gonna help with my surgery. Oh, dope, dope. <laughs> I mean, he pull, he's like, he's like, I hope you're better by street league. So he knew, like, he pulled up his pant leg. He had a big skateboard tattoo on his calf. Damn. There's skaters all over the world. Yeah, you know? they seem like it's they. Insane. It seems like skateboarding gives you a good foundation to be successful in life, especially in this day and age. I feel. <laughs> yeah. And whatever you want to do, I feel like just the lessons you learn from skating, just learning how to, like, not ever beat something and just keep trying to figure it out. Like, that makes you good at life, for sure. Yeah. But don't give up. Yeah. You got to keep it down this two-stair. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. I want to... We talked about boxing. Um, I saw a photo of you and Chaz Ortiz with Money Mayweather, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> You know, we out here, money made, you know, the money scene, you know what I'm saying? We out here. No, I'm kidding. We, uh, <laughs> we ended up going to, um, we were in Vegas for Agenda trade show, and we ended up going to, we ended up going to one of the, the money team fights where they sponsored, you know, the, there was a bunch of fighters that they sponsored, um, that was on Fox Sports 1, you know, and we went with uh, Little Rome Diddy and Rome, his dad, 
and I don't know if you know who Little Rumbity is. He's it's this little black kid. He's super. The little kid, little kid. He's super cool. Um, and he's actually on the money team. Floyd like, like reps him. And uh, so I hit up Rome. Like, yeah, like, hey, we're at the fight. We um, there was no more tickets left. You know, do you have any? So he's like, yeah, I got two left. So me and Chaz went in. We sat on the floor, watched the fight, and on the way out, Mayweather actually flew in from Paris, um, to watch one of the girls fight that he signed. And on the way out, he just. He just, uh, Rome was like, hey, we got, I got a couple of pro skaters if you want to take a photo. And he was like, yeah, yeah. He's like, and we took that photo and he dipped. <laughs> it was cool, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we out here, money. You, know, you, were like, you, know you were hoping so badly that he reposted and you got the Money Mayweather bump on Insta. <laughs> would have been nice, but I'm all right. I got, I got what I wanted. I got what I wanted. That would have been tight, though. <laughs> That's tight, dude. That's crazy. He's like the greatest boxer, huh? Dude, he is incredible. When someone, and a lot of people don't understand boxing just like they don't understand skating. When someone is so good that they make someone great look bad, yeah. you know they're that good. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's be real. Like, when you can make a pit bull look like a chihuahua, you're good. Yeah, fuck yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that dude's just like, on top of being that good at boxing, his like marketing and promotional skills and like... Next level. The he thing brought, he built... He he brought boxing back. A lot of people are making money in boxing because of what he did. And they, they, they better pay homage to that. Because yes. after Mike Tyson, there was no pay-per-view star. After De La Hoya, actually, after De La Hoya, there was no pay-per-view star. And he was the one that made it to become where boxers can make real money and not get cheated by managers and promoters and all that stuff. Yeah, all that shiesty, shiesty shit. Dude, oh yeah, Tyson. Tyson was fucking insane. I love watching Tyson highlight reels. You want to talk about getting inspired? It makes me want to fight, and I can't even fight. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not let's not watch these Tyson highlight reels. He gets so hyped, dude. He, he's like so vicious. It's like you want to eat your babies. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> nah, I can fight. <laughs> Test me. Try me out. Nah, just kidding. Don't, please, please. Break my jaw. It fucking suck. I don't be pretty anymore. You won't be able to do your the web the web show. Yeah, I'll have to talk like Kanye and through the wall and then go crazy like Kanye. <laughs> How do you feel about Kanye, dude? <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, I I was a, a, a college dropout Kanye fan. Not sure where he's going with this whole new, uh, you know, where he's going with it, but yeah. <laughs> we put out we put on college dropout the other day and we all had we reminisced about all the good times listening to his music and stuff. I don't really put his new stuff on. It's just not for me. Like, I feel like I don't know. I guess he's an artist. He's he's putting it the way he wants to put it, and it's kind of like I can't I can't comment on what he how he wants to showcase his talent. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I have nothing I have nothing bad to say. I just it's not for me. His new stuff is not for me. I'm I'm like that I'm like that though I like that you didn't you don't turn on them because like I love certain artists and like they kept growing artistically and going different ways and the cha the flavor changes and I'm like eh eh but I never talk back because I'm like dude those first two albums those three albums you oh put in, the God, ones that you the, gave the, the, the one the whatever it was the uh, the heartache with the cover on the the heart on the cover yeah it's like uh, heartbreak or whatever that was that album dude that. That put me through my good times in life. You know, Anyway, and heartbreaks, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, my God. So dude, good. I liked Late Registration, College Dropout. Um, Dude, he had his first, like, four albums. Uh, 
fucking so good, dude. I love Kanye. Even if he's if he's crazy now, like I don't even. It's crazy. I shit. appreciate for what I appreciate for what he he did up to those three albums. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I don't keep up with the Kardashians anymore. So. I just, oh no! Wait, I never did. Oh god! <laughs> stop it! You want to talk about that? Me neither. I have Netflix and I chill sometimes. Not all the time. Sometimes I chill, but. It's a lot of times it's chilling on fishing shows and like shit like that. <laughs> okay, we're gonna move forward in the quest. One second. We still there, Manny? Yeah, I'm. Oh. I would leave. I'm putting a little Facebook blast. Oh, sick! So that kids can leave comments. Oh hell yeah, sick! Leave any questions in the comments. Let them. Let them go. I got more comments too. Um, I got more stuff here right here. I want to talk about. I want to move forward though. You. I saw you were at Woodward, dude. How fucking sick is Woodward? Oh, I, dude, I'm the biggest Woodward fan. Yeah, it's so sick. My whole life. I, was, I grew up, I didn't have money. I could never go to Woodward. Yeah, it's so like... So going now, as a visiting pro, it's like, I'm like a camper. The first year I went, I stayed in a cabin. I, I had a whole room with AC, cable, a hot tub, and I stayed in that cabin with John Nicholson, the flip TM, which oh, I've known John from Mass, yeah. Yeah, he's from out here, I knew that. Yeah, 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 so it's like I stayed with John the whole time in the cabin with the kids the, first, a, the first year I went. That's it was so, insane. That's so dope. It's like the Disneyland for skateboarding, for real. Oh, my God, it's amazing. <laughs> did you rock Did you rock some of the golf carts? I got, actually, I was allowed to use the golf cart because I behaved, and that's good. I used it because I was filming a bunch. Yeah, but I never like mistreated the golf cart because that's a, a, the fact that they even let me use a golf cart. Everybody was like dumbfounded. Like when I was driving around, all the pro bikers, the pro skaters, were like, "How does Manny have a golf cart?" And it's like, "Well, behave good, you get treated well." You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to whip around the golf cart. You know what I'm saying? Andy Mack, let me use your golf cart when I go visit. If you're not there, baby, got his own golf cart there. My homie Tim Tim Rio was a counselor there for a long time. I, I think he I don't even know he might have been more than a counselor at some point, but he was so tight. He would whip us around in the golf cart. It was nice. Every time we'd go, he'd pick us up. So he's driving. He works for them. I get a ride. Nice. <laughs> If you got, I was like, put my thumb out, he'd pick me up, bring me from uh, Lot 8 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we got a lot of comments on your post. Yeah, it's, it is. I have a lot, but my shit froze on my end. That's what I'm saying, because I know you got frozen, but I, I can see some. They just, crashed just, the internet, Manny. They crashed the internet, I think. You guys just love it so much. You guys just come in and we appreciate it. <laughs> Still. You got some? You want to pull some up, or I got more right here? I want to ask yeah. you about your sponsors as well. Yeah, yeah, do do that. Yeah, yeah. All right, find one question though, right now. You got one? Yeah, I got one right here. All right, pull it up. Um, well, I got one shout out. Can you shout out the skate club here in Fresno, Sunnyside Riders Club? What? Sunnyside Riders Club, what's up? We in the building. <laughs> got a little shout out to World Industries. They held you down. They're holding you down too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I got to I mm -hmm. actually. Yeah, I actually have a shoe coming out with them. I have samples right here, dude. Let me show them. Let me see them, bro. What's up? Well, I have three colors. I'll just show you this one right now, though. This is like a cream with the cranberry color. Yeah, and we got navy. Like and we got that. the cranberry with the cream. Mm -hmm. It's pretty dope. Swaggy, little Volk. These, are, these are only the samples, though. I don't even know if we're going to have them made, to be honest. But we've been talking. They were like, make the samples. I was like, I'll check them out. And then we designed a shoe, me and my homie Colin. I'm pretty stoked on it. It's it's exactly how we planned it and envisioned it and created it. 
and uh, the samples feel good. So I'm gonna talk to him and see if what we do if we move forward with it. It's kind of sick. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Hey, hey, get it. If you like to shoot, make it happen. Yeah, I mean, I designed it. I, the first one I had for them, I love is my best skate shoe because like I, it was perfect. It was everything I ever wanted. I was like, and they did it. They executed it beautifully, and it it held up. It was a great skate shoe, and it looked like as dope as I wanted it. And I was like super proud. So this one, I was just hyped to create it, and then we'll see what happens with it. It's pretty rad though. Oh, I got a little comment here from Hector John, from Hector John John Hernandez. Uh, it says, I'm going to send you a sponsor me video for Skate Hub. Ha ha, love you, bro. Both you couldn't meet up when I came back from Mexico. We didn't meet up because your lazy ass didn't come hang out with your boys while we were out street skating because you wanted to be out in the bar having a good time with your friend, other friends. So don't come at me with that second side bullshit that you couldn't come meet up and you were bummed because you could have met up if you could if you wanted to. So don't come at me with that. Skate park was open, bro. <laughs> nah, he knows. He knows I'm messing with him. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna move forward. I want to ask you about your sponsors. I want to ask you about Rockstar Energy. What's it like riding for an energy drink? I know there's like some, there's a lot of people that have energy drinks and rock them and all that stuff. And then there's a whole other side of people that like rebel and hate that shit. Where do you stand? Well, the up? people that rebel and hate that shit are just not they ain't getting the check. Yeah. First of all, second, um, Rockstar reached out to me a long time ago during my due tour years, and then nothing came of it. And then um, when I was in the X Games for the Select Series, I ended up up winning the overall first Select Series for Street League at X Games. Uh, um, They approached me, and they wanted me to represent them. And at that time, everybody drinks energy drinks. From time to time, everybody has a Rockstar or other energy drinks that I can't speak of because I get in trouble. But you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like I never drank them. Those things were... Sorry to cut you off, but those brands wouldn't exist if there wasn't people consuming them, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. There's and not a, there's an audience. <laughs> yeah, and I love that people's like, oh, it's so bad for you. It's like you drink soda all the time, like that's bad for you. There's so many things in this world that are bad for you, and it's like, don't be mad at me because I got an opportunity and ran with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, so and I do drink Rockstar from time to time when I'm skating, when I'm working in the backyard, when I'm like, you know, it's like. I just hate when people are like, oh, he's only doing it for the money. It's like, yeah, in anything, money's good, but I, I'd rather get the product for free than buy it at the store. Hello? Yeah. Saying it's a win-win situation. I used to, I used to drink them, dude, because I, I, I like coffee now, and I like, obviously, marijuana. <laughs> and uh, But I, I used to drink energy drinks. I did Red Bull and uh, Rockstar because the caffeine, you know? I, and I used to cut it with, like, other... Like a uh, juice, like Gatorade or whatever the yeah, fuck yeah, the yeah, brand yeah. was. Powder. Put a little, put a little splash in there. Yeah, I would cut it with that, but it would work. It'd be like strong. But then it's like, um, you need balance in all things. Like even yeah, if I drink too much coffee, I'm like tweaking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, anything is in moderation. Like if you do too much of anything that you know, that's not the best for you in time, it will be bad for you. But if you do it in moderation, you you'll be fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can get. You can get cancer from microwaving your food. Like, fall back, bro. Don't say that. You're not a doctor, bro. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, you can get it, dude. You know? Allegedly, right? <laughs> Shit. All right. Let's go. Let's go forward. Let's talk about Echo. That's First, let me say it's sick, dude. Echo. Like, I used to love Echo. Echo dude, back. Remember when we had the Beast in the East? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, we used to get the stickers by the pack in the packages. Like, you know 
it has this echo had a hip-hop culture too like they sponsored hip-hop artists and stuff which is a big thing especially where we grew up i loved all that so echo to me was like a dream come true to be honest i used to joke with dave all the time um and if you guys don't know who i'm talking about is dave bachinski who He's one of my best friends. We both grew up skating low together. Choo, choo. And now we out here in California. Yay, shout out. <laughs> Tech 3K, you know what I'm saying? We out here. Um, anyway, so I used to joke with Dave about, because I always wore Echo in school. And so, after, you know, when the school year was over, I, my mom, you know, so I, she wouldn't get mad at me. I would wear it after the school year was over to skate. So I used to joke with him, like, yo, one day I'm going to skate for Echo. Like, you know, you, you have your little imaginary talks, like, I'm gonna skate for Echo. I'm gonna be skating with Costin. I'm gonna be. I'll be in California doing it big, you know. And uh, yeah, it happened. I couldn't even believe it. I have footage. Uh, if you watch Nor'easter, which is one of the videos that Justin Hogan made back in the day, ninety percent of the footage I have is Echo on, like yeah. big logo Echo stuff on. Like on the, you know what I'm saying, the back from MIT Echo chair. Yeah, the big highway pants. Like I used to wear all that. So when I got the phone call from Ben Olenek over at Iconics. I, it was like a dream come true. I was I was literally jumping in my bed of joy because like I wear it with pride because it's something that I've wanted to happen for a long time and finally something that seems so far is now within my palm's reach. So that's why I don't like for me it's like when people are like oh it's crazy it's like no it's not. It's like the only thing the only thing that make a lot of big brands skating related is that they just pay a lot of skaters to ride for it. Some of them aren't even skate brands. You don't even know what the hell you're talking about. It's funny. It's funny, dude. I'm always, I'm stoked if you get a check from something that you're stoked on and you put it into skateboarding, which it sounds like you do. And it's like, okay, you take from the evil empire. And even though it's not evil, it's just outside skateboarding money, whatever. They think it's evil because it's not skater-owned. But if they want to give someone who loves skateboarding that wants to create skateboarding culture and events and start brands and do exactly. cool stuff, yeah. like take the money and put it in the skateboard and that's a great fucking thing yeah and like for me it was a it was a win-win on all boards like i loved the brand before i skated for them i have stuff of me skating with them in the past like they're willing to do stuff with me now and give me a collection for jc penny like i have a new collection coming out for jc penny in uh fall you go to jc penny now and you go to the echo section all the little tags is me with putting my hoodie on, like all over the store in that section. Like, what? That's like insane. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. You know? and the boy out there doing the big. You know what I'm saying? Representing all the skaters that thought they couldn't make it, and we made it, baby. We out here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> out here. All right, all right. Get this. So like, um, world made me a fucking cutout. It was across the Midwest in these stores where they sold the shoes, and there's a full size cutout of me where like I was holding this pad of paper. And I've seen your posters in those stores. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've seen your shoe with your poster and everything. Yeah, it was so ridiculous. They gave me one. They gave me this full-size cutout of me holding this pad that was like Sketch-A-Deck. You, kids could take the paper, draw a skateboard graphic on it, mail it to World, and then they would uh, pick the graphic and make the board. It was such a cool thing to do. And I was the holding the thing, and, uh, <laughs> and my, they gave me a full cutout, and I gave it to my mom. So, like, <laughs> sometimes I go over to my mom's house, and I was, like, in the corner for a long time. She, like, <laughs> she, like set me up. I was like... <laughs> That's I'm, embarrassed. I'm embarrassed right now. There's nothing, but there's nothing like doing stuff that your parents are proud of. Like my mom is nothing but proud of anything I do. So it's like, at the end of the day, if I'm making the people that love me happy, I can like I don't care what all the bad comments have to say. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. And right, I have a question that I found that I think is very. I feel like we should tap okay. into if you don't mind. Yeah, please, please. 
so da- uh, David, don't mind me for slaughtering your last name, Germinari? Yeah, Germani. <laughs> Let me give him a little shout out on the screen even though it's only men. Oh shit, focus. So, hold on, hold steady, hold steady. Alright, word. So, he, uh, boom. Yeah, David is. right there. He said, uh, ask how it feels becoming a professional skateboarder and from LOL. I mean, it's like a it's like, uh, I feel like I'm gonna wake up one day and just be back at my mom's house. Like, back then, like, there was, you know, the only people doing it for us really at that time when it was even an idea, you know, was the PJ, like everyone from Coliseum, PJ, Ryan Galan, Alexis, Jeremy, and there was you, Nick Dompierre, Brandon Westgate. So besides you guys, there was nobody else compared to like out in California. There's like so many people, you know? Yeah. And uh, it was pretty cool to be at least have, you know, people like you, Anthony, and Westgate who were like, my, like around my age and Dompierre. Because of you guys, we believed, you know, that there is a possibility. There is a chance, you know, and that's why me and Dave, we never gave up. And we did everything we could to make it to every contest, to make it to every demo. Because we knew at some point we were going to be where we wanted to be. And we weren't going to give up until we made it there. Hell yeah. And even our own friends used to laugh at us and tell us we were stupid and we were just foolish and all that stuff. But me and Dave always knew, like, if we worked hard enough and pushed each other, we'd be where we wanted to be. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard coming from anywhere, almost anywhere that's not California, you know, because like that's where the Mecca was for a long time. It was like the industry and magazines and media were all there. And it's like you come, you're watching that stuff in the East Coast and it's snowing and you're just like you're watching all the shit. And and it's just like you don't think you're ever going to get sponsored or how would it work out? Like you really like I wanted to be sponsored. Like it was my way to like get a pursue and go do what those other dudes were doing, which was like amazing shit. So coming from there, it's like it's tight, dude. It's so tight that we're able to do that, you know. So, yeah, being pro is sick. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's crazy. I still, man, I trip out all the time. Like looking All at your, like when a new graphic comes out, you new just graphic, of... just even a kid commenting something cool, like, you know, like, I don't know, like a bunch of people, like from time to time I'll get this one, which always trips me out. They're like, man, like I'm so happy with your, like how you are as a person and your positive vibes. Like you actually got me back into skating, and it was the one thing I was missing in my life for a long time. Shit like that makes me like, woo boy, <laughs> like damn. <laughs> And all because I'm just myself, you know, and it's it's just crazy. Yeah, it's so cool, man. It's cool to make an influence and help. And it's crazy, the feedback, too, like, helps me as much as they say it helps them. Like, all the positive feedback that they they give to me, I'm like, oh, man, if you guys didn't, like, just you saying cool stuff like that just inspires and gets me stoked and confident. It's so dope that when people do that, it's so cool, like... When you give someone, I feel good when I give someone a compliment. Like, I'll lurk on Instagram and just go through stuff of people. I don't even know if it's skating, and I'll just leave a comment because I'm like, it's cool to show appreciation. Yeah, this is dope. yeah you're like, this is dope. <laughs> I always do that. I always be lurking all the little kids' Instagrams that, like, that that comment on my photos or like it or something. And if they have, like, a little skate profile pic, I, like, go through it. And if it's, like, a cool trick, I, like, like it and comment, like, yo, keep up the good work. And they're like, it's just out of left field, but that's... That, like, that encouragement for either to you or you giving it out is, like, the rad shit. Keep passing that stuff around, please. <laughs> All right, what, okay, we're going to move forward. Do you have a pro truck out right now for Tensor? Yeah, I have a new one that's coming out. 
Um, let me see if I can give you a sneak peek because it's not a... Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Hey, Pat. Can you grab me that new tenter truck that's in the other room? Yeah. Let me give me a little sneak peek. That's so cool, dude. Do you want to say hi to my girlfriend, Anthony? Yeah, sure. This is Karen. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Hi, how are you? I'm chilling. We're just doing a podcast with Manny. We're asking him about skating and life and all types of silly shit. <laughs> hey. Yeah, she's taking care of me right now. Can while Manny I'm eat dinner while he's doing this podcast? As long as you can still talk. As long as you can hey, still I talk. Can talk anything, so we good. Hey, I like your hair. That's so cool, Logan. He likes your hair, babe. Thank you. What you hot? You with a curling iron or something? Like, nah, she's just Puerto Rican. It's naturally like oh, that. Oh, sick. That's awesome. The Puerto Rican curls, baby. I got me a good one. You heard me? Very nice. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, let's see this thing. I'm supposed to see it. Like Jaws? <laughs> what? Yeah, sick. Is that a yeah, camo? I take the MSA pattern that I've been running with the logo and stuff. I have a big wall outside or right in the a, living room. It's the machete. The, the yeah. machete. <sighs> Boom. That's so sick, dude. It's clean, little cool colors. How wide? How wide? What's what's your setup? What? How wide's your board in the truck? Mine is uh, I get a seven eight. Seven eight. Yep. Wow, seven, you're eight. you're under eight. Yeah, seven eight. Yeah, I don't need to go up for what? I don't F know. Trends. We <laughs> set the trends. F the trends. Well, what size is your foot? Uh, nine and a half. But I've always skated. I used to skate an eight. Look at this. Oh wow. shit! Damn, your girl just. All right, you showed. Let me just point out. You point, showed us the the pro truck, and then your your beautiful girlfriend brought you a great meal. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at any of it. Yeah, life's not too bad right now, even though I'm immobile. <laughs> That's the only bad. Rain, rain, go away. Manny needs a skateboard today. The busted ankles, man. What the fuck? You yeah. gotta get them better. If you, I want to see yeah. you kill Street League and have fun, dude. Cause Street League looks fun as hell. We should go back on Street League a little bit. Cause I always imagine what it's like to to be in Street League. Maybe you could just tell me, cause you've been in it. It's insane. Like skating alongside like the best like. 25 competitive pro skateboarders in the world like I like how you said that that was perfect you know like you're one of you're skating against like the top 24 best competitive skateboarders in the world perfect. but you're one of them like yeah. that's insane you know so sometimes I'm like still like a little kid I'm like this is, like I get so caught up on watching them because I appreciate their skating and sometimes I forget to practice yeah you know and then I'm like oh shit I gotta practice before the day's over you know <laughs> so it's nuts being in an arena um there was one time where I like like could have cried you know I'm like skating warming up and I look over and there's like a whole little section of kids and they're just screaming my name and I look over and they just pull out the Puerto Rican flag and start waving it and I'm just like I got the chills I got so hyped I was like Manny Manny yeah Manny. like my people dude come out to support it's crazy that's so dope dude that's like um yeah, that's dream status, because you don't really, like, you're like, imagine that? That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. That's that gets you, like, what the heck? Hey, what's it like as far as, like, a production? Like, does it get, like, when it's your run, and, like, does it heat up? Like, does it get serious? Because people are, it's a lot of cash, right? Mm-hmm. Like, $100,000. Damn. That's a good amount yeah. of chunk. That's a good penny. Yeah. Pretty penny. I mean, a lot of people on the course, you know, not to say no names, they take it serious against other skaters but like me personally it's me against myself 
everybody has the tricks to be able to win the contest, but it's how good you're going to do those tricks and how consistent in that day. So I don't never see, like, me versus Paul, me versus Nigel, me versus Chris, me versus Shane. I don't see it like that. I see it, I see it me versus myself. That's the way I see it. Because if you land everything that you're know, you know you're capable of landing... Yeah, within win. the per- yeah within the parameters, then you're in yeah. there. Because there's gonna be dudes. I'm on the course cheering the guys on. Yeah, yeah, that's like, come on, you guys got it, you got it right here. Let's do it. Like, it's like that's like a session then, because you if you root for each other to light it up, like set it off, set it off. Someone yeah. lands a like, trick. Obviously, you do this shit every day. I seem to do it like five times in a row. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's for a hundred. Like one time, like Tom Asta, one time Tom Asta, not to cut you off, but one time Tom Asta was like giving up in his run because he fell. And I'm like yelling at him, like, don't give up, you got it, come on. Boom, there's an all back heel on the big second, and he gets a good score. Damn. Not that I influenced that, but, like, I'm, like, telling him, like, you know, I'm out there, like, also supporting them because at the end of the day, it's, like, what best show that we can put on for the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tight. It's funny. It's, like, imagine if there was a – has there ever been a game escape for $100,000? Imagine that game escape. Has that ever happened, Manny? I don't know for a hundred thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, on one thing. That's like gambling, kind of. I think. But I know the Barracks <laughs> in the Battle of the Barracks. You won, you won like thirty grand or something. Damn, that's a good pretty penny for a game of skate. You know how I play skate, Manny? I play a gentleman's game, and we just start with like one eighties, and then we work into shovets and ollies and full cads, and everyone's a gentleman about it. You go slow and you warm up. That way, you get a game down. Everyone's feeling good. And you yeah. just go as far as you can. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. That's a good way to do it, too. I mean, a lot of times, games of games escape with your friends can get competitive, but a lot of the times, it's like just about warming up and having fun. Yeah. Until they do that one trick that gets you mad because you know they did it on purpose. You're like, yeah. if they get that opportunity to do that one trick, and you're like... I'm the dude that whips out the nollie hard flip. They're like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? I'm like, hey, you no. should learn it, motherfucker. You should learn it. <laughs> Watch the switch back heel, take this naughty hard flip. <laughs> you don't want the letter, learn the fucking trick, all right? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Moving forward. Hey, actually, before we move forward, can you point out what you have on the plate there? I see some broccoli. Well, got some broccoli. Looks good, steamed or something. We got some spinach. This is the stoner in me coming out. Damn, the spinach looks bomb. Got some potatoes. Yeah, legit. Potatoes are good. Got some fake veggie meatballs. <laughs> Do you eat meat? No, I don't eat meat. Six no. years. What the fuck? Red peppers. Damn. And black, very good rice. It's like good for you. It has all these vitamins. And stuff. Yeah, that looks good, man. Hey, um, two things. Two things. One is, you know Dr. David Sales? What? You know Dr. David Sales? Yeah, yeah, Dr. David. The man. Yeah, sick. He was on the podcast. He was. I'm, I got to meet him. He was super cool. I mentioned him because the ankles. I don't know. He got. His, he just got both his ankles done. No shit. Ankle. Yeah, he told me the other day. <laughs> he hit me up like, yo, you good? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, why? He's like, oh, I just got the same, pretty much the same surgery too. I'm like, that's crazy. What the heck? Yeah, he knows. He knows so much about recovery. It was amazing having yeah. him on the show. It was fucked up. Yeah, I used to go to him a lot when I lived in L.A., but now he lives too far, so yeah. um, I go to this guy, Dr. Eddie, who's like super dope out here in the valley at BDX Cairo. Like, super dope. Like, ooh, so happy that, like, I'm working with him. 
That's mm-hmm. good, dude. Yeah, it's crazy when you talk to someone who like makes that their life. It's like it's yeah. impressive. So <laughs> um, it's rad. Well, also, uh, Shane from Shane John goes there. Like a lot of skaters go there, which is sick. Why? Why no? Why no meat, Manny? I like animals, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like animals too, dude. I'm not eating them. <laughs> you hate animals. You eat meat. You hate animals. I I'm, <laughs> I'm not eating my dogs, dude. Chill out, man. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. What, no, um, have you ever been hunting before? I'm just curious. No way. It would be fun, but I don't know. I just, I became vegetarian because Felix, when I lived with Felix, he became vegetarian, and I saw what it did for him. Yeah. And it did a lot, like, physically, you know? Yeah. So I was like, man, if I start doing this now, Felix was 40 at the time, and I'm like, shit, if I start doing this now, and I'm 25, like... It'd be good. Yeah, 40, I'm going to be chilling. Yeah, because Felix so, is chilling. That's one of the reasons why I started doing it, but from from time to time, I would always, like, not eat meat. It's it's crazy. I listen to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and uh, he talks about hunting all the time, and he always talks debates this all the time. And uh, I eat meat. I definitely do. I need to get better about it. And I want to eat meat, but what he does, which is pretty sick, is he hunts all his meat for the year. So he has like free, he has freezers, and the only meat he consumes is the one he actually hunts. So he actually has this deep appreciation for animals because he knows what it goes into the process of killing an animal for protein and for meat, you know? It's a pretty sick approach, though. It's yeah. Cool. Not sure that makes it any better. Because I mean, you're the one in the pain. Yeah. But, no, I'm kidding. Well, if we didn't, I think that's how we got to where we're at, is, like, hunting animals. I mean, I don't care either way. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge hypocrite. I eat meat all the time. I go to the store right now and buy it. <laughs> you're okay with me. You eat meat, it's fine. But I would, but since I do eat meat, I would like to try to hunt it's fucked up, because at least if I did, then maybe it would get me change my perspective a bit, because you get to see what goes into the actual process. Yeah, like skinning them and all that stuff. Yeah, the actual loss of life, which is, like, pretty gnarly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that might change your mind. It might change my mind, or it might just be like, well, oh, deers get killed all day, and they're, they're actually prey for predators, and they, it's like, they're basically here to be eaten, kind of, and consumed. They don't live forever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know, wolves kill them, too, like, but I don't know. It's funny though, but that's cool that you that it's good and works for your health. That's awesome, and it's cool. It's cool about um, just being influenced by Felix. Like it's so cool that Felix is a mentor to to you. Yeah, you've mentioned him like three times on the podcast. Yeah, he's been a big big influence in my life and that in my career. Like he's helped he's helped me a lot. Like I knew I would make an skateboard no matter what because I would never give up, but. Him taking me under his wing definitely took me into the path that I needed to be to be where I'm at today. That's right. Because of him, I am who I am today right now, you know, so I thank him a lot for that. That's fucking rad, Manny. So good, all right. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about um, Professor Schmidt, too, because he came on the podcast, and I saw you went and hung out with him. Yeah, that dude is so sick. Yeah, I know. I got to meet him while it's high, dude. What were you doing there? Were you just like, he showed you how to break down a board? I was having some trouble with some wood stuff, so um, I reached out to him to see if he can make my boards. Oh, sick. You wanted to try to get, yeah, I went there to try to get my board situation figured out so that I didn't have any problem with my boards, my actual boards. Yeah. So we figured it out. First try, he found the first board, like the first board that he had, he compared it to the one I had, and then he just sent me a couple samples. 
and I liked the I liked the board. I just didn't like the shape. So he took the shape that I liked and traced it. So he kept that his mold with my shape, and now I'm golden. That's sick. Yeah, he broke it down on the podcast. He was saying yeah. like he can get the right size board for every kid basically. And as they grow, he can like tell you exactly what width and all that, and then like that's will work with your style of skating, you know, or what yeah. you want. It was pretty cool that he can he's like figured out the math. <laughs> no, it's so insane. Whoa, look at this. What's that? I didn't even know this. That comes with the tented truck now. This is something good for the kids. How often do you put on new trucks? Did you try to hold them out till they're dry? I try to keep them on as long as possible. Yeah, I'm the same way, man. Look at this. I never realized this. It's a skate. It's a keychain but a hardware tool. That comes oh, sick. So you need to tighten your shit. You just got that on your keychain. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That's a nice little additive. Swaggy, baby. Is Zared get trucks from Tensor? I think he does, right? Who? Zared? Yeah, Zared's on Tensor. That's dope, dude. Zared's a G. I heard he doesn't skate for Expedition anymore. Yeah, I quit. I, didn't, I mean, you know, I didn't, I didn't hear too much about it, but I was a little shocked when I heard it. Um, but hey, Zared's a beast, so I'm sure he'll get on something right away. I told him he had to come on the show to announce it. He said he That's would. You, <laughs> you want to hear something cool? Is uh, I'm going down to Tampa. My listeners that have been listening probably know that, but uh, I'm going down to Tampa um next week actually. And uh, Corey Goonan and Timmy Knuth, who skate for all I need, they're gonna enter the pro, and I'm gonna enter the team manager, dude. I'm gonna skate against Spanish Mike. Tell him I'm You're gonna drunk. beat everybody, bro. Come on. Hey, I've done I've done decent in the pro contest. I never got like podium status. And I've done that for a long time, so I'm like, I do run a brand. I am, I do everything. I'm like a, the team manager. I'm the, I can, I'm everything. <laughs> I'm the yeah, owner. You're the, the pro skater. You about to wallop <laughs> on everybody? That's best. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. What? Here's how it. Maybe we'll see. Ain't nobody gonna beat you. You can do good in the pro contest. <laughs> well, hey, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out because if I beat people, I can have them on the show and talk shit to them. But if if I blow it, which I tend to do at contests. <laughs> They can come on the podcast and talk shit to me. <laughs> Damn. I doubt that. No, I doubt any team manager out there right now can beat you. No, I know for a fact. The truth. I appreciate that. But the truth is, I just figured that was the better session, and I'm going to podcast the rest of the time. Well, it's good because you beat everybody. You get a cool trophy. You get to talk about it. You get to talk shit about the LT Raiders. <laughs> hey, stop putting pressure on me, man. Now I got expectations. <laughs> I'm a bet on you. See what I'm saying, Manny? Now I'm going to hit, hit up the Tampa guys and see if we can start a bet pool. But I'm gonna <laughs> put all my money. On. I'm gonna put my mortgage on you. Yeah, but my problem is like I bet Tim O'Connor or like Andrew Cannon will announce, and I'll get all nervous. And then I'll nope, <laughs> you're not gonna get nervous. You're gonna trade flip the pyramid, kickflip board the rail, oh, nollie crook the bump to rail, come back, big spin board the rail, and win. Hey, does the park look good though? Huh? Have you seen the park in a while? So you got nothing to worry about. You're going to be fine. I should go look at it, though, because I should at least know what the landscape looks like. <laughs> now, I'm super I'm super hyped because every time I'm in Florida, it's awesome because the weather's so good for my knees. <laughs> I'm going to text Spanish Mike and tell him he has no chance because you're skating the contest. Tell him I'm going to skate only flat ground in my run and I'm still going to beat him. Text that. when you After we hang up, text him that shit. Uh, I'll text him right now. Well, yeah. I'm going to post this before the pro so he can listen to this and I'm talking shit. Tell him right now. Uh-oh. He's going to be shook. Okay. Okay, Manny. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna got one more thing I want to talk about, and then we're gonna move along. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. But I want to ask you about um skating with P Rod and Beeble, those skate parks, dude. I, maybe not so much skating with them because I imagine that's awesome. But those parks, those look so fun, dude. I mean, Mike just read the message. <laughs> I know those parks are amazing, but I wanted to show you I did text him. Oh, sick! Oh, he's rapping, dude. He's gonna talk shit right now. Pull it away. Pull it away. <laughs> so, oh shit! Look, he keeps it right. He don't know what to say. Yeah, he's choked up. He's choked up. <laughs> That's alright. I'm already in his head, so I got him beat, dude. Does he got nollie hard flips on flat though? Nah, he don't. He only got a couple tricks. That's good to know. That's good to know. But the tricks he does have, he doesn't pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Um, skating those parks. Oh, it was a park. Are there like gnarly sessions? Cause it's kind of like private parks, right? Like they just show up and everyone skates it, right? Yeah, it's like a whole. What are you leaving? Yeah. All right, wait. I want to say a little shout out to Arnaldo. He's the filmer over at MSA. You guys want to say what's up? Hell yeah! What's up, it's okay. Sunday, Scheller. He's about to leave to Puerto Rico. All right, yeah. safe flight. Safe travels. Enjoy your time with your parents. Nice to meet you. Safe travel. Those parks are amazing. It's insane. Like, skating, when Paul had his park and he don't have it no more, and even Beeble's park, it's not like... They're just... They're perfectly made because, you know, it's what they want to skate. And also skating with them in that atmosphere, it's it's just... Bro, it's a whole different world. Yeah. Than going to a skate park. Yeah, that's... It's like, not only you skate these perfect parks that have the perfect obstacles built the perfect way, but then you also see... Pro skaters that you've grown up watching ripping, so it's like it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, and so those dudes do shit that like are pushing skateboarding too, which is sick as yeah. fuck. Like dudes, I watch like Shane O'Neill. And... <laughs> it's like uh, it's like uh, Ang- what is the movie with Talladega Nights where he's like doesn't know what to do with his hands. You're like, I don't know what to do with the trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those dudes, when I watch um, Shane O'Neill, it's, like, not even attainable to me. Like, I can't even fathom half the shit he does. I'm like, holy shit, this dude just pushes the shit to, like, the next level. It's insane to watch, man. So yeah, it just goes to show that anything is possible. Yeah. Never never put a li- never put limitations to your skating, because anything is possible, like, realistically. It seems that way. It seems like it just keeps progressing as a whole, and, like, everything, the whole, the whole thing progresses in some way or another, like, either technical or gnarly or finesse or style, like, it just keeps yeah. growing. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, skating's going to, it's getting, it's getting to that plateau where it's like, whoa, like, okay, we knew this was possible. It's like even when Paul started first doing the trip of Crook. Remember how insane that was? Like, what a trip of crook, or a trip of even a trip of no slide on rails. And it's yeah. like, like, now it's like every kid, from, one kid from every park can do that now in your life. Because he showed them that it is possible, so then they learn it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. And it's awesome. I love skating, and to us, it seems so big, but in compared to other, like, organizations and sports and shit, we're nothing. Like, yeah, there's so not much... Not yet, anyway. Yeah, there's so much growth to be had on all fronts and skateboarding and pushing it. Like, the shit that keeps happening, and, like, it's cool. It seems like everything gets better. Like, every side of skateboarding, you know? Like, technical... Like I was saying, like, everything about it. It's insane. I love skateboarding so much. <laughs> I think that's you it, Manny. Well, well... You and I both. Yeah, I know you do, man. That's where we're going to wrap it up right there because I want to say um, 
thank you, first of all, for coming on the podcast. It's so tight, dude. I'm psyched that you're on twice. And that you're willing to, like, have such a sick conversation with me is pretty tight. And the yeah. listeners, obviously, like, yeah. open up to people and talk. It's, like, awesome. And I'm always stoked when people are down. Like, every guest that comes on, I'm like, that's so cool. You're down to share with the audience, you know? Yeah, that's dope. Thank you for having me. And thanks for everybody that tuned in. I appreciate y'all. Make sure to tune in for Echo, the rematch dropping sometime in March. Don't know where, don't know how, but it will... <laughs> It's coming, bro. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming like these ankles. Oh, shit. Wait for them. Wait for those things. You're going to be healing and chilling. I know. We'd be good. We'd be better hillboarding in no time. It's awesome. Well, I enjoy your story, dude. I like to consume skateboarding, and it's cool to hear interesting stories with people with perspectives. You're one of them. So thank you, and uh, I'm going to be watching all the shit. And if people... Hey, actually, before we go, we got... If you could officially plug the website and the social media where people can watch anything, if they want to see anything, Manny, or whatever you're going to show, MSA. I mean, everything is at MannySlaysAll.com. All social media handles at MannySlaysAll. YouTube.com slash MannySlaysAll. MannySlaysAll time. Hang on, brothers and sisters. Liberation is near. It's almost time. Where you at? Put your fist up. We gon' twist up. Say, come on, come on. Experience the train of thought. Hot for bore. Come on. Experience rocking with the reflections.